Welcome to the Bank First Ranger Hour. Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 Spotlight on Northwest Community College. And you can listen to our live stream at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Bank First Ranger Hour. Now, here's your host, Gary Darby. And it actually is Gary Darby today, at least a, a form of the guy known as uh, as G Darby. It's Thursday, last day of August, 31st, 2023. We do have a Bank First Ranger Hour for you, and we'll do that between now and 10 o'clock this morning. In just a moment, I'll tell you that Patrice Christian will join us. She is the Northwest Dance Coach at 915. We'll begin a chat about the start of their season. Uh, year number two for her as the dance coach at NWCC, and preparing for nationals already and all that's going on with the dance team there with Patrice Christian. When that conversation is over, Sports Information Director Brian Lentz will be on the program, and we'll talk a lot of things. There's all kinds of sports and things that are going on. Uh, still a week away from the football world. Uh, we'll have Coach Benji Parker next week on the program. So today we'll do the dance coach, Patrice Christian, and then we will have our friend Brian Lentz, and we'll talk a lot of the other sports that are happening. We have volleyball, soccer, both men and women. We have football on the way. There's basketball camps. There's different things to get with Brian, and we'll have other things that we'll discuss on the program. On this Bank First Ranger Hour, we'll also obviously get into what's next in the world of the Heindel Center and the performing arts here in the month of September. We'll hear a little bit about that and more as we roll on the program today. Off and running and after the break, the Northwest Dance Team will be the topic. Coach Patrice Christian will join us. Stay with us. This hour is everything Northwest. Your connection to Northwest Mississippi Community College and powered by Bank First. Thanks for joining us on the Bank First Ranger Hour. Join the conversation now by texting 662-426-1093. You can do that anytime that uh, I'm scheduled to be on the program. It comes right into the studio here, 662-426-1093. You know, on Twitter or X, if you call it X now, whatever, I, it's still Twitter. It's at GDARB65. The Facebook page is North Mississippi Spotlight with Gary Darby. On the phone with us to talk about the Northwest Dance Team is their head coach. We welcome back for the second time. I went and, and looked. It was December when we talked to Patrice, but Patrice Christian is on with us. How you doing? Doing great. So happy to be here. Yeah, glad to have you back. Uh, uh, almost a year, I guess, because I, I did. I, I always like to go back and see you know, when I had you on, and the recording was in December, and I guess at, at that point, were you guys getting ready to go to Nationals? Was was that probably uh, because it was actually, I think, the last show of uh, of the year that 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 we put on, not just for the Ranger Hour, but but for me in general. So, was that getting ready for Nationals? It was. Um, yeah, that was I think in December, and we were about maybe three weeks out at that point. So, yeah, kind of crazy. Tell us about that first year. And, and how it went for you, the dance team, and, and the progress that was made? So it was a an amazing year for them. Um, you know, the program for us, like, being nationally competitive is pretty new, given that was their first year ever going to 
UDA College Nationals, which um, is extremely competitive, and they did come home second in the nation, which we are crazy excited about, proud of them. Um, they worked tirelessly, a lot of long hours, um, and a lot of you know dedication, commitment, blood, sweat, and tears, if you will. So, um, yeah, it was fantastic. They have grown tremendously. Um, so we could not be more excited about this year um, after what happened last year. Can you tell the hunger that the returning members of the team have that, yeah, they were super excited to finish number two, but now can they take that other step? Do you feel that hunger with maybe your veteran dancers? Absolutely. So um, our veterans um, are aware that they only lost um, or only got second by 0.5, <laughs> which in the dance team community is a pretty small amount. So they are so hungry, so willing to work. Um, they put in a lot of time outside of practice, um, especially in our off season, just to try to like get as ahead of the game as possible. Um, and a lot of our rookies, too, I have to say, um, we've recruited very hard to get the right kids here um, that we feel can absolutely contribute to bringing home a national championship. Where do most of uh, your dancers come from? And, and give us, if you will, how many new ones or, or how large is, is the team? Just, just talk about the team in general, if you don't mind. Sure. So we have 19 kids on the team, got five guys this year um, and, the, and 14 females. Um, and interestingly enough, we have some kids from Louisiana, Florida, Tennessee, and of course, Mississippi. So uh, kind of all over the place. But um, this year, they are so crazy talented. Um, they're extremely driven. Um, I love them because every single practice, they are willing to work. They do more than what's asked of them. They do put in, especially this year, a lot of time outside of practice um, because it, in our world, it kind of takes a lot of time and energy and effort to look exactly the same. So they have to practice significantly um, more to make that happen. But they are so, so talented and so driven this year. Are the five men new to the program? And does that give you maybe more categories and things you can do with them along the way in nationals? Absolutely. So actually, um, we only have one returner currently on the team who is a male. The other four are new to our team um but yeah so they what makes our program so cool is the fact that we do have the five guys and with those guys we're able to do harder lifts harder skills the guys are capable of doing um very difficult um skills that most the average dance team um can't necessarily execute so um they also bring this very fun high energy vibe which also sets us apart and we love that they are fantastic and very very hard workers so let me ask you the question then how you know you, how do you go find that because the the dance teams and the cheer teams that that i see obviously uh they're they're not as many guys as there are uh, maybe in other locations or wherever how do you draw those and where did you get them have they been on teams before experience i guess is what i'm looking for Right. So that's actually a great question. Um, so two of our guys came from Center Hill High School, which they are nationally ranked. Um, it's a nationally ranked high school in Mississippi. Um, they go to high school, um, UDA High School Nationals. And so um, they sort of paved the way in terms of the state of Mississippi. And so that those guys came to us. And then 
Um, the other three guys, um, one of them has a mascot and cheer background, mm-hmm. and then the other one is kind of a self-taught dancer, and then um, the other is more in it because he found us, and his brother is on the team. So <laughs> kind of a fun situation, but it is rare, and we are the only team in our division that has as many guys as we do. Interesting. Well, I'm, I, I'm glad we learned a little bit about that. Patrice Christian is with us and talking with us about the Northwest Dance Team and preparing for a couple of different things. And let's begin because football season is next week. I know it's on the road, but you guys are getting prepared for a football season. How has that been going? Amazing. We love it. So this year you're going to see some different things from us because our guys will actually be on the sideline doing quite a bit. Um, they fully dance with us for everything that we do right now. Um, they don't do sidelines, but they also do do sidelines, but they do um, something that's a little bit original to them. And then um, we're excited because we're performing with the band this year and doing something a little bit different for our halftime that we normally do, which is super exciting. Um, and then we're looking forward to our third quarter performances as well. Those are always really high energy. I like the way you're telling us, but you're not telling us. You know what I mean? You know, you're, <laughs> right. You, you, you're letting, you just got to see it. <laughs> you're letting us know there's something there, but you're not letting us know exactly all that's there. I like that. And then I guess you, at the same time, let's go back to the Nationals. You guys have to be preparing and, and, and doing some things and some work for that, which comes up, uh, I, I, I guess, here at the end of the year or early next year, right? Right, early next year, yeah. So it's the weekend of January 12th through 14th. How, how are you putting all of this in where you're doing – you know, the, the things that you're going to be doing, sidelines, on the field, at the games, whatever. And then uh, do, you, do you have similar routines? you got to have something different, right, that you're preparing for when you go to nationals. Oh, absolutely. Um, for us, we like to start the season highly focused and basically only focused on game day at Northwest. Um, so we're working on our sidelines, our performances, all of those things. And we do that for the first little while, probably the first two months. And then they get their Nationals routine um, at the end of September. And then from there, we sort of just little by little start, um, you know, cleaning different sections and trying to build what will be their Nationals routine. But it is their Nationals routines are extremely difficult. They take time to clean um, and for the kids to get the stamina to do it because it is highly, highly athletic. All right, so your team members should be in class right now, I, we would assume. And then when yes. they get out along the way, how many hours and about what time will you get a hold of the team today and work? And I, I, so their entire day becomes how long? So right now they're practicing in the middle of the day, which is something new for us. Um, so we're practicing 11 to 1.30, mm. um, which is only two and a half hours, but it's a very – um, productive, if you will, two and a half hours. They condition um, and they're practicing for game day like we talked about. But, yeah, so we are doing it a little bit different this year. Wow. Uh, anything else before we let you go? It's been great information. What else would you like to tell the, the listening public about your dance team? That they are amazing and that they are going to make everybody so proud. And I know we are so thankful for administration and um, just all of – the energy and the support that they pump into the program, we are extremely fortunate, and I'm excited for the world to see them very soon. Well, I think we can feel the energy coming from the coach. Patrice, thank you for being back on the program. Thank you so much. There you go. Interesting stuff. Learning a lot about the dance team there at Northwest, adding the male portion of 
that into and and learning that discussion and then what these team members are doing in the classroom they'll be working out as you said from 11 to 1 30 and then you know they'll do more classwork be a a normal student and young adult as they can finish second in the country in the nationals that's uh in the first time of competing in the world of that and now it, uh, trying to achieve more great stuff from patrice I appreciate the conversation with her this morning. Still to go, we've got Brian Lentz. We'll have him uh, chat with us about everything else in the world of sports. I'll remind you that you can go to the HeindelCenter.org, HeindelCenter.org. I know uh, several of you that were in attendance to see whether it was Oak Ridge Boys or the One Vision of Queen with Mark Martell and everything that has happened inside that performing arts building recently next up you'll hear a message or two somewhere along the way whether it's this show or other shows trace adkins is next september 16th is when the big fellow will bring his country music act into north mississippi and senatobia trace adkins at the heindel center for the performing arts simple thing to do heindel that is h-e-i-n-d-l center.org you can go and find the events, get the tickets, check out the film series, plan your visit, do everything you want at HeindelCenter.org, H-E-I-N-D-L Center.org. It is that simple. Gorgeous day. 70 in North Mississippi in sunshine. We'll make the mid-80s. Second half of this Bank First Ranger Hour is next with our buddy Brian Lentz. Thanks for listening to the Bank First Ranger Hour, your connection to Northwest Mississippi Community College on Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 and streaming live at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Bank First Ranger Hour. It's 9.30. We're midway through this Bank First Ranger Hour. Don't forget, later on in the day, it will be where you can find your podcasts, wherever that might be, if you are a podcast listener. If you missed our earlier conversation with Northwest Dance Coach Patrice Christian, you can do that. You can also catch uh, the talk that we're about to have with Brian Lentz, Sports Information Director. I I would assume if you are in the city of Sinatobia, You've laid eyes on him in the last couple of days. He is a football schedule passing out kind of dude, right, Brian? Oh, yes, Gary. Uh, We were able to get those in here recently, as well as the soccer volleyball schedules, and uh, they look nice. Uh, So if you're around any businesses in Sinatobia and even in Hernando or on the DeSoto or Oxford campuses, got plenty of those posters and schedules. We've only had one home event so far for regular season, and that was volleyball last week. But things are about to really ramp up here uh, right after Labor Day with all three of those sports that I just mentioned. So plenty of home matches and plenty of home games to check out here coming up soon. Let's get into the soccer world, and and in particular, let's get into what Coach Beatty and his group has done since he's been here. But boy, this early portion of the schedule, how good have they been? They've been phenomenal. And look, you know, I watched them play an exhibition match or two where things didn't, you know, look really well. You know, like I watched them play at Arkansas State on the women's side. And of course, you got to remember that is a Division One school as well. And that was their first exhibition match. And I, 
you know, me just thinking about it, I kind of wondered, I was like, well, how good are we going to be this year compared to last year? And once we stepped into the regular season, I think all my questions were answered on that front. They've been phenomenal. You know, they started the year up in Missouri uh, two weekends ago, beat a good Jefferson College program 8-0, to and then had a unfortunate end to their match with South Suburban College out of Illinois, who was number 12 in the nation. Uh, they were leading 5-0, to zero, 13 minutes left to go in the first half, and then the administration at Mineral Area called the game because of excessive temperatures. And when you're playing on turf, as we all know sure. from high school football this past weekend, uh, it's a lot hotter than just the heat index and the temperature and the atmosphere. So, uh, unfortunately, that game did not get the count. But Northwest followed that up with a 10-0 victory at National Park College last week over in Hot Springs. And to say that the Lady Rangers are on a roll is an understatement. You know, they opened the year number three in the NJCA preseason polls. Uh, they'll actually have a doozy of a matchup coming up tomorrow in Ridgeland, Mississippi. They'll be taking on Dallas College uh, Brookhaven. Um and that was the Division Three national champion last year, and they are number one in the nation again this year in the Division Three ranks. You know, Northwest is Division Two in the NJCA, and that team that we're about to play is Division Three. But still, a quality matchup, and that's something that Coach Beattie has done a lot of, has scheduled a lot of opponents that were either in the rankings last season or at least in the national tournament. And there's a lot of that in the non-conference schedule. And then, then, of course, you've got Holmes, you've got Pearl River, you've got Jones that were all ranked last year. Holmes and Jones also joined us in the national tournament. So Coach Beattie's got himself a uh, probably the toughest schedule Northwest soccer has ever played, and it should be an exciting year for sure. Yeah, the next three that, that are on the schedule are all nationally ranked. Uh, you mentioned the, the, Nash, uh, the Dallas College Brookhaven, which they'll play in Ridgeland, and then they go back to St. Louis for a couple of – nationally ranked opponents as you mentioned what Holmes number two Jones number four and Colin's even ranked so you yeah. know yeah uh-huh. you know, so they've, they've stepped into that conversation as well on the men's side we, we had a chance to chat with coach Sullivan what are your thoughts on that on, on that team and that season well I wasn't able to see them uh, in their season opener of a national park last week because we had a uh, volleyball uh, on the schedule here at Northwest but what I have seen a little bit of fall camp, I can tell you that the men's soccer uh, team looks pretty improved. Uh, several out-of-staters on the roster and several uh, in-state talent as well. It's a healthy balance that uh, Coach Sullivan called it. You know, good returners coming back, and also you've got uh, plenty of newcomers coming in, and they're not all freshmen. You know, some of them are transfers. So we've got several transfers uh, that have stepped into this year's team. And, look, they've got a tough schedule themselves. They uh, they play today in an exhibition match at Bethel University. That will be at 4 p.m., the last exhibition match of the year. And then they have three straight home matches after Labor Day. They've got Southern Union State out of Alabama, Mineral Area College, and then National Park College, a rematch with them. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of improvement from the Northwest men's soccer program this year. I think they are – looking better as a team in terms of chemistry all across the board, including their defense, their strikers, everything. Uh, I think it's going to shape up to be a pretty good year for Coach Sullivan in year two. Brian Lentz is with us. I, I don't want to you know, say things wrong, but correct me if I am wrong. Like all of the home soccer matches, volleyball, football, 
we can watch on Ranger TV, correct? Correct, yes. In fact, if you uh, go to the schedule page of NWCCRangers.com, you will be able to see that Ranger TV icon and link by our home games. Uh, the visiting games, it usually depends on what the uh, visiting team is able to do, so I usually post those links on a week-by-week basis. But you're correct. All home games will be able to be on Ranger TV. And when it comes to football, you also have the option to watch uh, the football games on uh, Action News 5 Plus, another deal we have with WMC for the Excellent. second year this year. So uh, Action News 5 Plus, that's available on Roku, uh, Apple TV, and also on your, if you still have a digital converter box, by visiting Channel 5.5. So just another way to watch Northwest football. The good, the good thing about most all of the Mississippi Community Colleges, they do have the streaming services. Like some, you, you, I know it could be hit and miss along the way, but the majority uh, do have that. In fact, had I not been ill yesterday, um, the school in Boonville had actually asked me to come help them out in a jam, and, and I was going there to do a little volleyball. So I do know you have you know a lot of our schools in and around Mississippi with that capability. And, Brian, I think that's, that's just tremendous. It gives, it gives all of us an opportunity that can't go to, to a match here or a football game there, that opportunity to keep up with Northwest Athletics. And, and, and I've been a part of that with you guys over the past. You've had some great students, if you don't mind, I want to click on that real quick, that have helped you out along the way, some dependable people, some that you've had to obviously you know, work with and, and mentor maybe a little bit harder than others to get them and, and do some things. But you guys have a pretty good production going on. Uh, well, well, I appreciate it, Gary, and it's always a work in progress. You know, we're uh, we're stepping into some new video equipment this year that's going to hopefully enable us to do some multiple camera angles. Ah. Uh, tested it at volleyball uh, the last match we had. And, of course, still working out the kinks in some aspects, but we do have a tremendous amount of students that help us uh, from year to year, and we, have, I believe, have six or seven on the docket this year, which is the most we've ever had. Um, but in terms, just going back to what you were saying about the Mississippi Community Colleges and their streaming, uh, look, when this really comes into play when we play uh, games in soccer and volleyball and even in basketball that are non-conference and we go to other community colleges in other states. A lot of them do not have the streaming capabilities or the even the staff that it takes to pull off a stream here that Mississippi Community Colleges all do. And Case in point, when we went to Missouri for soccer a couple weekends ago, uh, I was talking to somebody at Mineral Area College while I was statting uh, one of the games, and he was asking, you know, do y'all stream, do y'all do all this? And I said, oh, yes, we have every one of our home matches that are streamed and carried. And he just kind of took a sign and said, you know, Mississippi really does invest a lot in their community colleges, both not just athletically, but across the board when it comes to education and the arts and all the activities. And, you know, that's really telling that you have people in other states that notice when they look at Mississippi, not just Northwest, but Mississippi as a whole, and they look at the community college system and how well it is structured in the state. You know, that's really telling that they're able to recognize that even from afar. And so I think that's a good badge of honor that we all share in Mississippi when it comes to community colleges as a whole. I think that's well said. Before we let you go, uh, football season begins with uh, Mississippi Gulf Coast coming up next week. Um, scheduled to have Coach Benji Parker on the program next Thursday uh, to get that on. And, and to be honest with you people, since they will be on the road, 
we'll have a recorded conversation uh, with with Coach Parker when we can uh, piece the time together next week to talk about the upcoming football season and and another team that's in the the top five already, you know, ranked number three. You know, Brian, th- this team has been so close in back to back years. I mean, they've competed for the national championship. They've lost to the eventual national champion in the playoffs. I think we expect another great football season, don't we? Oh, absolutely. And look, one thing Coach Parker will probably tell you in next week's interview is that we don't have a lot of returning starters coming back. In fact, I I believe it's safe to say that our uh, punter and our long snapper are the only returning starters that we have coming (laughs) back. That being said, however... (laughs) Uh, you got to take into account how many uh, COVID sophomores we still had on last year's team, several of whom are uh, on the depth charts this week for their respective Division One teams. Um, the thing about Northwest and the thing about our coaches, and this is just a testament to us year in and year out on the football side of things, is that it doesn't matter if we have an entirely new team. It doesn't matter if we have nothing but returning starters. We always find a way. We're always in that national conversation. We're always in the playoffs. In fact, a good stat for you, uh, we have made the postseason on the conference level every year since 2014. Uh, since Benji Parker has been the head coach, uh, beginning with the 2016 season, we've made the postseason every year and also have played for the conference title game every year with the exception of 2018. So Northwest always finds a way. They're always, they always find a way to get in there. The coaches uh, all across the board, Stan Hill, Scott Oakley, Charles Jones, Jim Jones, Rashad, Pittman, Paige Anders, you know, they all find a way. And they have a great eye for talent. And I'm not just talking about talent on the field, but they also recruit good kids. They recruit kids that are going to do their job in the classroom. They recruit good students. And... That's what you see year after year with Northwest football. So it doesn't matter that we have a whole new team basically on the starting, at least when it comes to starters this year. Northwest is going to be competitive. Northwest is going to win games. And Northwest is always going to be in that postseason conversation. And I can't wait to see what we do this year as a team. Well, you mentioned that. And, you know, it kind of set me back a little bit when you you said punter and and long snapper were – the ones back, but in the research and things that I have done, you know, to be honest, getting getting ahead of the game and the and the the interview coming up with Coach Parker, and I see the number of twenty nine members of last year's team are at four year schools. Think about that, people. Twenty nine. I mean, eleven start on each side of the ball. Eleven and eleven is twenty two, and then seven more made a four year roster. Brian, that's an amazing stat off of a football team. That is the most, based off last year's research that I did, that we have had in a single season in the history of Northwest football going to the next level out of one single roster. Not to mention that six of the guys you mentioned were also NJCAA All-Americans, which is the most we've had, I believe, since the 1992 season. So, again, that just goes back to the talent and that our coaching staff, what they're able to do all across the board. And, of course, it starts with Coach Parker and works its way all through – the assistant coaches that he has, you know, they just have a great eye for talent. And not only are they winning games and developing them here, but they're developing these players to go to the four-year level. They're developing these players for the future. So that's what a lot of NCAA and even NAIA schools see when they recruit, is they see that these athletes are developed and can make an impact on their team 
And, you know, you see several others that wind up, and they also go pro. You know, we have Jarek Reed that made the roster for the uh, Seattle Seahawks just recently. So we have two guys on the Seahawks now, one on the New York Jets, uh, Gardner Minshew with the Indianapolis Colts, and we have a couple others in the XFL and USFL. Uh, point is, is that if you come to Northwest to play football, and this really goes for any sport in general, if you come to Northwest to play sports, you're going to have an opportunity to succeed at the four-year level. You're going to have an opportunity to continue playing, to continue furthering your education, and to do so in a great environment and at a great campus here at Northwest. And they prepare you for the future in the classroom and also on the field, on the court, in competition. It's just all across the board. Uh, Northwest athletics is just its the standard. It really is. So last thing, and I'll let you go. Uh, usual suspects to, to look for at, at the top of the standings, East Mississippi, the battle probably in the north half. Who else maybe in the north half, and what are we looking at you know, in the south? Mississippi obviously very good in this football world, but, but give us some of the other teams that we'll be paying attention to on the schedule. Well, I think we have a very quality schedule right out of the gate with our non-division games being the first three. Uh, Gulf Coast, Hines, and Pearl River, I think all three of those teams will compete in the South along with Jones as well. And meanwhile, in the North, you mentioned East Mississippi. You know, I don't like giving them any credit, but, you know, <laughs> give credit where it's due. They are always – it's always between us and EMCC in the North Division. But I think you're going to see Holmes as well uh, on the on the rise. I mean, they're in their second year under Coach Marcus Wood, who uh, spent a lot of years under Buddy Stevens on that staff at EMCC, and from what I understand, I think Holmes has got a pretty good staff lined up, pretty good class lined up. I think you're going to see them as a pretty competitive team this year, and of course, you can't really discount anybody. You can't discount Itawamba or Northeast. You know, Coahoma has been fairly competitive last couple of years, and Mississippi Delta is always seeking improvement as well. There are no games, and Benjamin Parker will tell you the same thing when you talk to him next week. There are no games that are easy. Um, you can't take anything off because you've got kids at every school that they're fighting to get seen by four-year coaches. Mm -hmm. And they're also fighting to help their teams that they're at now win. So you've got the JUCO grind, as I call it, that's at every school. And every game is going to be a dogfight. It may not look like it on the scoreboard, but I guarantee you if you talk to any of the players, regardless of whatever game it is, they'll be able to tell you that every team they play, it's a dogfight. Sure. And you're going to see that year after year, including this year here in the MACCC. Buddy, thanks for uh, stepping in, doing this today. Uh, get those schedules passed out. Get yourself prepared for the full gamut of sports when next week gets here, okay? I sure will. Appreciate it, Gary. Thank you, Brian. Brian Lynch, Sports Information Director at Northwest Community College. When I look at the NJCAA football poll, Hutchison, Kansas – is number one currently. They've already played a game. Iowa Western, who beat Northwest last year in the playoffs and was is the defending national champion, is number two. Northwest, without playing a game, is number three. Kilgore, Texas, 1-0 and is number four. And Garden City, out of Kansas, is number five. Then Jones from Mississippi. Jones College is number six. East Mississippi is number eight. Uh, after that, uh, you find those getting votes, Mississippi Gulf Coast and Hines and Gulf Coast is the first team on that football schedule for 
Northwest. They travel to Perk and play Gulf Coast next Thursday night. And then the home opener is the other team I mentioned getting votes in the poll, Hines, on Thursday, September 14th. It's not an easy road no matter what. Pearl River will be good, and that one will be in Sinatobia. Then you get into the actual North Division and Conference play with Itawamba, with East Mississippi Delta, Coahoma, Holmes, and Northeast to finish it all out in early November. Then you get the playoffs, and for the past two years, Northwest has been in the NJCAA championships. They've been in the playoffs as one of the top four teams. As I mentioned, they've, they've lost both games there to the defending national champion. And so, uh, again, it was kind of amazing to me, and we will talk with Coach Parker about the fact, 29 individuals from that team last year transferred to a four-year squad of some level, 29, most ever, as Brian said, in the school history. And then, so you're replenishing that roster. There'll be a lot of new new names and things to talk with Coach about next week when we get him on the program. Trace Adkins. Ladies look country boy. 11 million albums sold. He's starting television, movies, and he's a member of the Grand Ole Opry. Trace Adkins at the Heindel Center in Senatobia, Saturday, September 16th at 7.30 p.m. Swing, batter, batter, swing, batter, batter, swing, batter, batter, swing. Don't miss Trace Adkins at the Heindel Center at Northwest Community College in Senatobia. For tickets, go to heindelcenter.org. Box office is open Monday through Friday, 1 to 4.30, or call 662-562-3478. We're talking Rangers this hour. Thanks for joining us for the Bank First Ranger Hour. It's a special conversation about Northwest Community College. There's a campus near you, and you can join the conversation by texting to 662-426-1093. We thank our guests today. You just heard Brian Lentz, Sports Information Director, joining us, talking about a little bit of all of it, a lot of soccer. Volleyball is going on as well. You've got football next week. Uh, basketball getting ready here in a couple of months to play. they got a few things going on. You can check out everything in the world of athletics at nwccrangers.com. Brian and Brian do a great job. That's right, I said Brian and Brian. you got Oakley there with, with Lance. Doing, doing a tremendous job of putting things together and keeping us informed on all that's going on in the world of sports. So nwccrangers.com. Uh, you can check that out for anything in the athletic world. And we thank Patrice Christian, NWCC dance coach, for being on with us and talking with us about her team and upcoming things there as well. I thank you good people for joining us on the Bank First Ranger Hour. Remember, wherever you listen to podcasts, it will be in that form, hopefully, later today. Back to do the program from 9 to 6 tomorrow, hopefully as well. I talk to you then.